0: Good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. Um, You might want to turn in your Bible or phone or whatever you've got to Isaiah 41. It'll be on your screen, but you may want to take this one home and just like you to know where it is and what it says. I was entering my junior year in college and was transferring from a community college in Dallas to the University of North Texas. and. Uh, I was ready for a new start in a lot of ways, and I I was, I anticipated the fall semester and it, just just a new beginning in school, and that would be good. I also needed a car, and I thought, well, this, you know, this is good, because, you know, that was important, and I thought, and I'm getting a new start in school, getting a start, new start with a car. And I began to look. Now, this was back in ancient days. I was, I was, I'd worked a long time, and so I'd saved money for this car. I was getting a small loan, but, you know, basically this, this was me buying this car. But I found this car there in North Dallas. That was the other end from where we lived in Dallas. And they just had great things in North Dallas, I thought. And, and so uh, one Saturday morning, my dad and I went to this this person's home had the address, an individual was selling this car. We pulled up to this house and there it was in the driveway. This car was it was a small car. It was not made in the US. Royal blue convertible, and it just looked fast. And I got out of that car and I didn't tell my dad this, but I got out of the car and I began to imagine what I would look like in that car. Oh my. I'm getting a new start going to the, the, this new university and driving this car, this is good. And I started getting kind of antsy that morning and, and, and I think my dad could tell. And, and I, I, I looked at him and I said, I wanna buy this car. And I think we had only been there maybe 25 minutes. And he said, don't you want to have it looked at by a mechanic or checked out or anything? No. No, no, no. Some, because I thought somebody's going to come along and buy that car. And so I, I did that. I bought that car. Bought that car and, and it was just great for a few days until I discovered that the tires were bald. I should have looked more closely, discovered the tires were bald, and one day I was crossing this thoroughfare in Dallas and one wheel just fell off. And that was the beginning of spending a lot of money on that car. Um, It's kind of a, a, a fresh start that I really didn't think through very well. We've come to the We do this every year, uh, a a new year. And for some people, it's time for a new start. There are people that set goals, and there are people that have aspirations for the year, and then there are other people that go, nah, tomorrow is just Monday. I found it helpful though, just speaking for myself, found it helpful just to pause, just to pause. And to pause at, at the beginning of a new year and just look back and look ahead and then move on. What I'd like to do this morning is to invite you to pause with me. In Isaiah chapter 40, um, God says to Israel, basically, the punishment is over. You can go back home. They've been in Babylon in exile because of their own sin he says you can go back home but this isn't going to be very smooth you see because they had gotten real discouraged in Babylon in fact they begin to wonder if God even cared I mean just look look at the past year and things that happened and maybe you've wondered that does God even care and in fact, idols were very tempting for some of these people. And so in chapter 41, beginning with verse eight, God is reassuring these people that not only are they still His chosen people, but that He cares, and great, He cares about the details of their lives. Chapter 41, verse eight. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners, I called you. And I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you. I have not rejected you. And Look at verse 10. So do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed or discouraged. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. And I will strengthen you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to strengthen you. And I'll help you. In fact, I'm going to uphold you with my righteous right hand. I want to come back to this verse in just a moment, verse 10. But I want to make a few suggestions for pausing at the first of the year. Number one, it's really good when we can leave the previous year behind. When we can look in the rearview mirror and just leave it behind. Now some of you, some of you can probably look at 2022, look in that rearview mirror, and all all, all these wonderful things just happened to you. The birth of that baby, and you made this friend, and my goodness, that's just been such a blessing. And you bought a house. Where you bought a car, not like me, you bought, a, you bought a good car, and you look back and you go, wow, and our child graduated. And you know, there's, there's somebody who glibly says, it's all good. Well, I guess for some of us, we look in that rearview mirror and that's what we see, 2022. 2022. But there are others of us that when we look in the rearview mirror, that's not what we see. We see that divorce in our family that has been so painful. We remember that daddy died. We lost a lot of money in 2022. 2022... My friend moved away, and it's been hard to make a new friend like him or her. Some of us look in the rearview mirror, and at this point, on the first day of a new year, we just kind of feel exhausted and empty and maybe a little lonely. And yet... One of the things I need to do is, I look at in that rear-view mirror, I'm going to need to leave that behind. Now, Here's what I leave behind. I know, I know there are situations that even today you can feel the effects of them. I know that. A couple of things we want to leave behind. Number one, just being completely consumed by fear and anxiety. Isaiah chapter 46, verse 4. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. Now you can think in terms of one day when uh, you have hair like me, you can know that God will still be with you and sustain you. But back up a little bit. Even when your children go into high school, he will sustain you. Even when they go into college. Even when you're an empty nester. Even when God's with you. But the big thing I want to leave behind is my sin. We can open our Bibles to Genesis, and we can read until we get through the book of Revelation. And the big problem that is, re- that is revealed here is not what's happening in the world. Those are problems, but that's not the big one that's revealed here. The big problem is not what other people are doing or saying. Those are problems, but that's not the big one revealed here. If you open your Bible and read from Genesis to Revelation, and you take all of that in, you realize, oh my goodness, the big problem is me. Over and over and over, he speaks to our rebellion. Our problem is so big that Christ came himself, lived, died, was buried, raised from the dead, and is now ascended on high where he reigns as Lord, putting broken pieces back together again. And so, one of the things I want to leave behind is my sin. And if I could just say this, the things that you know that ought to be left behind, that are just not right. Let's move. We begin a new year, though, not just by leaving something behind, but being intentional as we move ahead. I look through the windshield of my life, I have no idea what's going to come in three or four months. I don't know. I don't know what's down the road, but I know that I'm going to need to look in that direction. And, And some of us, it's not you, of course, but some of us, instead of being intentional about life, we're just busy. In fact, if you ask us, how are you doing? Busy covered up. I, I don't ever hear any of us, including me, say, you know, I don't have anything to do today. I, I'm just busy, I'm covered up, I'm swamped. Some of us are preoccupied. We're staring at a phone while life passes us by. and the pre- Sometimes we're not even present in the moment, because we're po- posting about it. Being intentional With life means not that I'm this person who I'm going to begin a year where I'm going to get what I want and be who I want and all of that. I'm intentional about bringing God pleasure. I want to read you a couple of verses from Colossians, Colossians chapter 1. For this reason, verse 9, since the day we heard about you, we've not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the wisdom of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. You know, as I begin my own life at 2023, I, I want, I want to bring God pleasure. You know, sometimes you have a day that's just great. If you, if you notice this, you've had, you have a day that's just great, and someday, sometimes you just have a day that stinks. And sometimes you have a week where just everything is just kind of, and then other times you have a week where the car won't run and the kids are it's just it's just hard regardless of the week what I want to do as a child of God is to know that in some way I brought pleasure to God by the way I lived whether it's been a hard day or whether it's been pretty smooth there's a writer. If you if you're looking for something to read that kind of wrestles with uh, some, some, a, a previous year, I'll just leave it at that. There's a there's a minister in uh, Nashville, Scott Sauls, who has written recently written a book entitled "Beautiful People Don't Just Happen." Beautiful people don't just happen. It's a fine book. Uh, one of the things that is so true, though, about just the need to be intentional is beautiful parents don't just happen either. You notice that? You don't just wake up knowing what to do with these kids. I've got two children who have mortgages, and I don't always know what to do with with grown children. Beautiful people are not people that have it all together. I don't know where you're sitting, but you may be sitting where you can see the back of people's heads. And in front of you, it just kind of looks like, man, they just, they, they're sitting straight, and they've got it all down. And they come in here, and everybody's grinning. And I am this odd duck who's wrestling. No, not at all. I'm telling you, if we just parked Sunday morning for a moment and talked, we'd all find out real quick that life can be hard for a lot of us. I love this, these words by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. It's, it's, it's actually uh, the, the quote, this quote I'm about to read you is where Scott Sauls gets this language I just used. The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, who have known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and deep loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen. Well, finally, let's wrap this up. You say, good. Let's wrap this up. I want to encourage us to start fresh as we look ahead. Start fresh as you look ahead. Hit the pause button, and then I I want to start fresh. And One of the ways to do that first is just to deal with yourself. I want to deal with myself. I can ask myself, you might ask yourself questions like this. Is there, are there behaviors and habits that I have that I know I need to grapple with? And am I willing to take just a small step to deal with one of these? In 12 months, in 24 months, what kind of husband or wife would I like to be? kind of mom or dad would I like to be? What kind of man, woman, would I like to be? Could it be that to simply take one small step could at least move me in the right direction? Starting fresh, though, I want to suggest also means pursuing wisdom, pursuing wisdom. Now, we can get knowledge all day long, right? We've got enough phones in here right now to Google a gillion different subjects. We can come up with information galore right now. But wisdom is not just about information. Wisdom is about some knowledge you've gained that's been tested And now lived out. Wisdom is learning. To be a real dad. Not just a biological father. Wisdom. Is treating a wife or a husband. Like a friend. And not just putting in the time for decades. Wisdom. Wisdom is dealing with your anger. Not by kicking something at home or chewing out the kids or fussing at some. Wisdom is asking God, how can I deal with anger? James 1 and 5, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God, and God will give it generously. Generously. Wisdom is about how you go to Home Depot, and you're standing in the return line, and you have had it. This stupid thing doesn't work. How do I handle myself? How do I handle myself? in a stadium or in a gym, during a high school volleyball game, basketball game, how do I handle myself? How do I handle myself when I'm on 240 and some knucklehead comes up behind me and then veers around, you know, how do I handle myself? Wisdom. Wis- see, th- listen, that's, that's what I want my children to see. That's what I want my grandchildren to see. You say, man, I have messed up so many times. Listen, having the wisdom to simply say to the kids, I don't like the way I handled that. It was not right. This is the way I should be handling this. Just owning up is wisdom. Wisdom. Isaiah 41 and verse 10. Finally, know that God is with you. Know that God is with you. There are at least two questions that are important to a whole lot of us. And I mean a lot of us in this room. One of those questions is uh, Do I matter? Do I matter? Do I matter to God? Do I matter to people in the congregation? Do I matter to friends? Sometimes you even ask, do I matter to my family? Do I matter? Second question, though, and this is a big one as well. Can I make it? If you're a college student, I remember sitting in my room, feeling so intimidated by some of my classmates and just wondering, am I going to be able to do this? Going to work, working for a company and just working hard and wondering, am I going to be able to make it? Getting married, and you have a spat, and it's not pleasant, are we going to make it? You got a child in your home, or a parent in your home, and you're just going around and around and around with them, am I going to make it? Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. This is what we're going to leave with this morning. I'm going to read this, and then I want to pray. I want to ask you to go ahead and stand, if you would. I'm going to read this as it is, and then I'm going to change the the language to, to mainly fit us individually. So do not fear, for I am with you. Isn't that good news? Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I am your God. And I will strengthen you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to strengthen you. And I'm going to help you. And every little girl and every Little boy and every old man and old woman needs to hear this. God says, I'm going to help you. You're not all by yourself. I'm going to uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, before we pray, let's go back again to the first of the verse. So, do not fear. God is with me. Do not be dismayed. God is my God. That's who he is. God will strengthen me. God will help me. He will help me. And God will uphold me with his righteous right hand. And it doesn't matter what year you're beginning. That is good news. Let's pray. Well, Father, as we leave this place, as we go to work, As we go to school, as we go back to the doctor, as we deal with the issues we're dealing with, may we put our complete confidence in you, O Lord. And may we know that you are the God who will never leave us or forsake us, that you are our God and you're... You're you're, you're going to give us strength, and you're going to give us help. And when we feel as if we do not have what it takes to go on, you are going to hold us up. And that is good news, Lord, and we thank you for that. Thank you for the people gathered here. And Lord, may we live a life this week that brings you pleasure. And as we all dismiss from this place this morning, Lord, we say amen.